You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next. Welcome, welcome to Black Hollywood Live Next, where we talk to all of the up-and-coming hottest artists, hottest actors, all the people you need to know. You hear this voice? You hear this voice? Beautiful, right? Amazing. That's our guest today. If you've heard this song, if you've watched Fox's new show, Empire, you saw this on the very first episode. Today, our guest is the one and only talented, beautiful singer, actress. She should be a model too, honey. B. Bozeman. Wow. Hey, y'all. What an intro. You're so funny. That was the best intro ever. No, your intro to Empire was the best intro ever. That made everyone want to go. Okay, I gotta who watch is, this episode. Who is this girl? I know. I was like, who is she? Girl, you gotta feel that from your soul, according to Lucius Lyons. If, according to Lucius Lyons, yes, I had to go there. You remember when your brother died? That's how I want you to feel. <laughs> you are so wrong right now. <laughs> Your host Megan Thomas, and who are you two? I am your other host Kiki Ayers. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome back. I'm your host Cortez G West. People. We, we missed you, Cortez. You missed me. <laughs> yes, we needed your handsome chocolatey neck. <laughs> 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 you said welcome back to me. I was, I was like, wait, was I here? I was so funny. Oh gosh, I miss my sisters as well. We love you. We miss you too. Well, let's talk about what's up and coming. What's up in the music field? In the music field, Ti just dropped a new video featuring. Jeezy's no longer young Jeezy's is Jeezy by the way so um, it's called Jeezy we're not gonna say it but um, it's interesting because it start, starts off with him getting like baptized but then he's like you so mean <laughs> hold on who's getting baptized T.I.'s getting baptized we're like oh, it, like, that, like Jesus type of baptism <laughs> what kind of baptism holy baptism no T.I.'s getting baptized and Jeezy's in the video and it's the extended version is about 12 minutes and 55 seconds I mean I think it's a good video but unless you Michael Jackson I don't want to see a 12 minute video but it was it was pretty good we're gonna play part of it for you guys okay. the least explicit part of uh, I try to choose. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Too. Why are videos getting this place like that anyway? Because they're all on Vivo. They don't have to be edited. Yeah, so cool. Skinny Jane. Okay, I like it. Yeah. It's cute. It's a nice girl. It is cute. cute. I like it. Yeah, I'm a fan. Down. I love T.I. V, like are you a fan? Are you a fan of T.I.? I love T.I. Yeah. What's your, who's your favorite rapper? My favorite rapper, Kendrick. Thank you. Hands down. Yes. Kendrick, yes. Yes. Is it because he's just that great or because he's a fellow L.A. native? Both. Both. But he is just that great. Yeah, he's good. He's going to be iconic. Right. Let's talk about some music news up in casting. So, ASAP Rocky, the rapper, has a future as an actor, apparently. He starred in a new um, indie film that just came out called Dope, and it was featured at Sundance. Um, the director is Rick Fu, I can't say his name, Famuyiwa, 
who actually also directed The Wood, Brown Sugar. And so the director said that ASAP Rocky is a natural. He's got instincts like some of the most studied and talented actors that he's ever seen. So he's really excited about it. Mm-hmm. So much so that the new movie Dope got at least six distribution offers once it aired at Sundance. Ooh, so this movie's going to be big. Okay. Right. Sundance, I'll receive you. Right. Okay. And uh, I mean, I think that... <laughs> I think the movie's going to be good. It's kind of like a high school comedy talking about some outcasts in a rough neighborhood in L.A. I think it'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Would y'all watch a movie with A$AP Rocky as like one of the lead? With six- I would watch it. I probably wouldn't watch it before I knew that, but I would watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Would you watch it, V? Absolutely. Okay. Support your fellow artists. Support your fellow artists. You really do. Right, right, right. Let's yeah. let's play a game with you. Yeah, since we all know that we oh, know your Lord. voice now. We know your voice now. Your <laughs> voice is amazing. I was thinking like, hmm, well, if we have to do really do a duet because you play the duets in um, the show Empire, but I was thinking like, what other artists can I see V with? So we're gonna play a game. It's called Duet okay. or Do Never. Oh, so I'm gonna name an artist. <laughs> I'm gonna name an artist, and I want you to say, "Okay, that's a duet. I'll do. I'll do it." But the name of it's like D U E T. Like, get it? Right. I was, I, was, I was trying to be creative. So clever. <laughs> so clever. All right. So we can start with the first one. We're gonna start with a duet of you and my girl Janelle Monet. Duet. Duet. That's what I'm talking about, Janelle Monet. Love what, her. What is it about Janelle Monet that you love? She created her own lane, uh, and uh, she's she's in her skin. She's in it, and she has no apologies for it. So, with you two doing a duet, what do you think? How how similar are you guys together? Are you guys similar? If 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 that very matters. much so, mm-hmm. um, because she um, has her voice, and she has a very powerful stance on certain issues, and uh, you know, she's a very um, Authentic spirit. Yeah, I call it eclectic. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. very eclectic. I love eclectic. her. Eclectic. Yes. yes. She's very eclectic. People yeah. love using that word for her, eclectic. And she is. I love her, though. She I love is. her that for her. She's beautiful. So the next one is, you know, I'll be stoking your Instagram like crazy. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson, is that a duet or a do never? Do it, Hunty. <laughs> I love me some yeah. Jennifer, so, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, give me a little, give me a little info on that. Y'all working together? Uh, mm-hmm. not as of right now, right. but we definitely have a lot of um in the making people in common. Okay, like you know the the um project I did with Timberland, mm-hmm. she she she's on it. Mm-hmm. I think she did a couple songs, and then I came in and we met. So I think that that could be a, a, a likely um yeah. both situation. Yes. I love like, her. I would love to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So the next one I'm gonna go with my girl Brandy. Brandy, of course. Brandy <laughs> is an icon, honey. Yeah. <laughs> People don't give her enough credit. They don't. Brandy, you know all of these young artists and everybody, even Beyonce, they've yeah. studied her. Yeah. And she is it. Like, yeah. I love Brandy. I would love to get on the track with Brandy. What kind of song do you think that'll be? You're you giving me a slow jam where you're going to give me that, that boy is mine kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that boy is mine part two, honey. <laughs> part, no, I yes. don't know if I want to do a boy is mine part two. I know, right? <laughs> That whole riff rap between her and Monica, I don't want that. <laughs> we might need to do a ballad and just, I know, call, right? it just call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard a ballad from Brandy in a while. Oh, yeah, I would I love that. Okay. So how about you and Jesse J? Absolutely. And look at y'all. Y'all over here I twins. Know. When, y'all when did that happen? It just yeah. happened. It she just, just cut all her hair off. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's the most definitely. 
Absolutely. Jessie J is everything to me. She has, I, I swear she got some little chocolate up in that. Oh. Yeah, she does. Oh, she does. Oh, right. Who she has Who she dating? Oh. <laughs> Y'all. Y'all be cutting up. Look at her. She has that black in her. Exactly. <laughs> y'all be cutting up. Y'all not going to give me caught up. I want to see that artwork though. I want to see y'all like pose together. And Janelle. This is like, right. I want to see pictures. Yeah, it would be Beautiful. so dope. Yeah. I heard that, right? Yeah. So, but Brandy and Jessie J. Y'all heard that right. Yeah. Um, and last but not least, you know, I'm nosy. So you and Timothy Bloom. What's, what's going on with that? Oh, uh, we have some. We yeah. have some in the pocket already. Exactly. It just has to be the right time to let let the people hear it. Mm, so it's, it's some wonderful uh, duets we have. Together? Were, y'all ever were we together? together? Yeah. He's my musical soulmate. Mm. People wanted us to be together. Mm-hmm. They said we were. <laughs> ah. We were together in a sense, okay. but on a music level. Okay. Yeah. Speaking okay. of which, when y'all did this video, um, were you really naked? Yes, like, you was. But butt naked, <laughs> booty butt, ball naked. Yes, I was. So how did did y'all was y'all's parts touching? It was n- no, but we <laughs> had it, it was covered, but it was a, a thin little strips. Okay. And, it, and they had. His situation uh-huh. in a uh, like a bag. <laughs> it was very very raw, trust me. But it was a closed set. Okay, you know we had a couple of glasses uh, of wine. There you and go. And was like, we gonna do this. Okay, uh, it, it was a great. Whose idea was that? Because this is just a classic video. I remember when it first came out. I was just like, oh my god, right? Look at that, right? It's a D'Angelo part two, right? But no, it was Tim's idea. After we did the song, he called me and was like. I had a dream. I had a premonition. <laughs> what? What is he about to tell me? But he was like, you know, he explained the whole situation. I said, let's do it because it was appropriate for the song, mm-hmm. and it's the it, it, it made a powerful statement. And I'm all about making powerful statements. Right. You look good, girl. Yes, you did, girl. And I know I, I was just like, ooh, they gonna show her nipples, girl. Your mama gonna see your nipples in this. But you know, Tim was so protective of me yeah. on that set. And, you know, they told us the angles we needed to, you know, use to make sure we were covered up in the right ways. Right. But he was so protective over me in that set. And I felt safe. And you know. You're such an, you're like very like talented in a way. Because even in this picture, you're just like, oh, you're not going to catch me. I'm still going to be in my mood. But you're not going to catch this <laughs> Right, right. It was so tastefully done. Yeah. Did you, um, were you guys oiled up for this? Did they put, yeah. they grease y'all down? <laughs> Absolutely. Y'all not too like, much grease, though. Uh, y'all looking like Keisha on belly remember that? <laughs> I love Keisha right. on belly now Keisha on belly she was extra grease down right she looked like a took a bath and chicken grease yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, do, do people ever get you messed up with uh, or say like oh you're another Indiari they they do sometimes um, but you know I, I don't take offense to it mm-hmm. Indiari um, said a lot of you know, uh, marks in, in the industry for, you know, artists like myself. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole Neo Soul thing, I, I just kind of try to, you know, defer from mm-hmm. because it, it just puts you in a box. And I'm just not that kind of artist. I'm a worldly artist. I'm a universal artist. And, um, you know, I just won't allow people to put me in a box. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Nice. So it's the India Irie as far as her her artistry I love, but the neo soul thing mm-hmm. I don't like. Okay, I don't mm-hmm. like. Cool. 
And just like she said, I'm not my hair. Your signature exactly. look is mm-hmm. this beautiful look that we have here. What made you say, you know what? I don't want to be one of those girls that has long flowing weave every day. <laughs> it's been that way for a long time, though, right? Yeah, it's been like this for about three and a half years. Yeah. You know, I did a lot of girl groups and, you know, getting into the industry. I had long hair, cut it off, got weaves, got wigs. But then um, when I got away from the girl groups, I just wanted to reinvent myself and start over. I didn't plan on keeping it. I just wanted to start over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I cut it off, I just started finding myself liking it, liking the look. Yeah. You know, it was. I, I found out that I was enough. And I'm like, it's cool. No bells, no whistles. I could rock this. Right. And See, I didn't want to do that, but my head is lopsided. I feel like it. <laughs> How do you know your head lopsided? <laughs> feel it. Can you? Yes. I'm like, ooh, they gonna see my head is so lopsided. Be like, what is wrong with your head? You need to grow your hair. You back. are beautiful, <laughs> girl. You you never know because when I did it, I was like, how is my head gonna look after this? But I was like, I could always buy a wig if it, if it right. don't work out. Right. So I you can do that. Yeah. I say mine. So. Right. I say mine. I was like, Lord Jesus, how this head gonna look? But I grew into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have a nice forehead. You all chocolatey. You got a nice forehead. Right. Look at you. He's gonna be feeling himself. Now. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about you, your life growing up. Yes. I know growing up, like, you love Gladys Knight and Whitney Houston. Absolutely. What was it about those two singers that you just made you fall in love with music? I mean, I mean, I put Aretha up there. I put Tina up there. It's just the, the, the Diana Rosses. I don't know. I just, I love the divas. I love what they um, represented. Class, elegance. They were so... Um, you know, and th- it, they were so um, passionate about um, touching people with their voices, and it was very important. They made certain statements. Um, they were just icons, and that's what I uh, always looked up to. My mother was a very classy lady, and I grew up around women, you know, all my life, just strong women. And um, I just, I think I looked at um, entertainers such as the Whitney's and Aretha's, like how I looked at the women in my house, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I just gravitated to it. But I, I think that people, like, over the years have, like, switched up about divas because those divas back then are totally different than people that are called divas these days. Yes, very <laughs> right. much so. And, and not just, when people say, I'm a diva, I go, hmm, I just, I don't even But you know what's it. so funny? Because I work with Patti LaBelle mm-hmm. and, um, she was so humble. She was, and and Gladys Knight too on on Empire said that's the, uh, one of the first times I met her. I think the first time I met her, and just the class and the humbleness that they carry, and um, that's what a diva is to me. You know, they don't have to make people feel bad about themselves or act like, you know, just mm-hmm. like they creme de la creme. Yeah. Because a diva, uh, she exudes that. You don't have to do extras to you know make yourself be known yeah it's just they have it right and that's what a diva is you don't have to you know uh shout out to the world that you in a room yeah girl you better preach (laughs) (laughs) where did a snatchback come from i don't know i know i do do that sometimes too right right was a big part of your life and essentially Absolutely. a platform for you to shine. Yeah. Tell me about the four-year-old V in church. Tell ah. me what the four-year-old V did in church. The four-year-old V in church loved to go to church because she saw herself up in the in the choir stand singing like all the, the 
you know, women, the singers in the church, she loved hearing those old gospel hymns and loved hearing like those heavy voices mm. and just the shouting and all of that stuff. Um, you know, I was four years old, four or five, and I wanted to get up there too. And I asked my grandmother, she used to take me to her church, Cross of Christ Baptist Church. And um, very small church, older women, missionaries, all right, that stuff. Right. And I said, Grandma, I want to get up there and sing too. Uh -huh. Okay. So she said, go up there, baby, go and sing. <laughs> and uh, I sang this little light of mine and just had the church on their feet. Yes. Because it was just, you know, a part of me. And I wanted to share my, I knew I had a gift. I always knew I had a gift. I never felt like uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. My destiny was to sing and touch people. So when I got up there that first time, I just was like, it, it was nothing else that I knew. Uh, it was nothing else that I wanted to do with that. Come on, anime bullet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. right. Did you ever wear those church hats? Those church hats? Because I, I messed around and wore one once, and them old ladies, they were competing. They were like, girl, I have one. You cannot right. compete you with the ladies in the church. I was just trying to wear one. I didn't know it was a competition. I was like, oh, okay. I'm oh, it's her. definitely a competition. <laughs> right. <laughs> with the hat. Well, tell me how you were in high school. Were you like a nerd, or were you like the one who sang? I was like, oh, I want to hear her. <laughs> no, I was very uh, social. I went to Crenshaw High. Uh, oh, okay. And I was in the choir. I was a cheerleader. Um, that was like one of the best moments, periods of, periods of my life. Uh, <clears throat> I learned a lot from Iris Stevenson. She was our choir director. Um, she used to take us to Europe every summer. And um, oh, wow. I used, I got a chance to travel um, in Europe and sing gospel songs in French all around Europe. Yeah. And, um it really taught me work ethic. She taught me a lot about work ethic and how important it was to work on your craft mm -hmm. and um, communicate um, to the audience and, and, and connect with people, even if they didn't understand what you were saying or they weren't used to seeing you. Like, they weren't used to seeing inner city black kids singing yeah. gospel, real right. gospel songs, <laughs> um, urban gospel songs in French. And then after, they would just, uh, you know, want to connect with you and just learn how to connect with people. I learned a lot at a young age. That's why it's so important for me now because I think that a lot of artists, um, young artists, they, they might they lack that a little bit in connecting with the masses and, and the people, the hearts of the people. I think that's what's missing. Right. You know? Absolutely. I got to hear this. Hold on. Because you said y'all were singing gospel songs in French. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got to do something for me. <laughs> I need a line of something. For me, a bar. For us. I, yes. <laughs> God, I speak a little French now. <laughs> Come on, me. We got to hear this <laughs> now. <laughs> um, let me see. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I see you get a nose as TPA. I don't, I don't know, know nothing else. Yeah. Right. I love it's it. The Lord's, right. It's the Lord's prayer. You, I'll be like, okay, yeah. girl, I love yes, it. Yes, girl. You could have cursed me out in French. I'd have been like, yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Yes, the Lord's prayer in French. See, I haven't did that in a long time. You really just put me on the spot. <laughs> no, I can't did. believe I just remember that. Girl, yes, that, you never forget that kind of stuff. But you know amazing. what? When we went, we had to learn like 40 songs in two weeks in oh, French. Wow. Like, she was on us. Man. And when we didn't get it, she mm. was like, she used to like go in on us. <laughs> <laughs> like, Y'all about to tour. What's up? Right. Let's go. Right. I should have had her in French class. I would have done a lot better. Je m'appelle Cortez, à toi. 
I know my French. <laughs> was there ever a time that you just wanted to give up singing or go in a different direction? Never. Absolutely not. Love I it. always knew I was supposed to sing. Um, and doing something like this, is this is a, a, a big, you know? Nothing comes easy when you're trying to reach greatness. Nothing. There were times I got tired. Um, mm-hmm. You get tired because... I fight every day for for little things, and um, it's not easy for an artist like me. I'm I'm left of center a little bit. People aren't used to seeing uh, somebody like me on the TV screen or anything like that. So I had to fight a lot of battles and really stand in um, my convictions. So, but I, I never wanted to like waver and be like i'm not gonna do this no more you know i know when i get when the doors open yeah i gotta knock it down just like i did on empire Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't be here now so when opportunities come i have to rise to the occasion so i can get through those doors but I'm almost in now, so it's going to be real hard to, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, you in there, honey. <laughs> but you in there. Yeah. And so you and uh, songwriter Esther Dean were in a girl group before, right? Yeah, we were. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. really did your yeah. research. What, what was the name of this group? This it was called nice Girlfriend. Group. It was a couple of groups uh, called Girlfriend around that time, but we really were the original Girlfriend in L.A. Um, okay. It didn't last for long. But uh, me and Esther developed a friendship, and she was like, girl, you need to come to Atlanta with me and just grind, grind, grind. I was like, all right. So I had like $400. I told my mom, I was like, I'm going with Esther to Atlanta. Really? (laughs) She was like, okay. I went, and, you know, everything kind of really blossomed for my uh, career uh, around that time as far as just getting my feet wet. You know, uh, working with different rappers, producers. I met Dallas, and then things just kind of bubble from there. And you know, I'm here now. It's been a long journey, yeah. right? So why why did you guys stop the group and then go your girl solo group route? stuff? <laughs> Young girl group stuff. I was the type. I was kind of quiet, very neutral. You know, I always wanted people to get along. This is that and the other. But when you have a girls especially talented girls that that can you know hold their own it's hard to 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 put them together and really understand that they have to know their roles and when that you know clashes it's just <laughs> it's bad right you know right. You young of, you and not knowing attention. anything you were getting all the attention right. that's what it was that's I what really it though. She wouldn't have it. Right. <laughs> and then in 2012, of course, you did the till uh, till the end of time with Timothy Blue. Yes. And then you got a production deal with uh, CeeLo Green. How did that yes. happen? You know what? That happened um, very organically after the Timothy Bloom thing. He got wind of me, and then Blue Williams, that was uh, managing him at the time, knew my manager, and they met each other after so many years at Heavy D's rest in peace funeral and um they were talking and that all happened and blue was like yo c is looking for an artist you know and at the time i was just in my artistry and i wanted to explore so many different things and CeeLo is such a he he's just 
so unapologetic when it comes to uh, being different and being creative. And it was just a good match at the time, creatively. And, you know, I learned so much from him because he's like a dictionary of music. That man knows music like I've never seen before. Mm. And I've learned so much as an artist and just to be comfortable in my skin. And I take myself so seriously, you know, because I am an intense person. When it comes, are you? Yeah, the, Very. Yeah, the Oh yeah. Like when I'm in a booth, we would be in a booth, and he'd be like, "Girl, l- listen up." Like, take fun. and you know, he would just make me comfortable and be like, "Okay, like yeah, I am kind of being like off the chain right now." Okay. So nice. It, that was a good experience, and we just um, I moved on from the production deal because we both knew that uh, we were. Uh, we we were better in a creative ca- capacity, you know what I'm saying? And um, he's an artist at heart, and I am too. And just, we still work together. He has songs on my album coming up, so I love CeeLo Green. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. So you have your full-length debut yes. on uh, Timberland's Mosley Music Group, and yes. it's called Music Is My Boyfriend, which I love the title. <laughs> so t- talk to us about that. Why why the title, and what is this this album about for you? You know what? This album is so special for me because it was the first time that I was able just to live in a studio and to be with Timbaland and to be with Jim Beans. We all were in that studio every single day from sunup to sundown. I'm t- I'm talking about like for three months sp- uh, at a three month span of time, and um, I just was able to just regurgitate everything that I've been through over the course of my years. Uh, and it touches on so many things from relationships to abuse to, you know, the human conditions, the current events. It's a real powerful album, and it really stands alone. I'm very proud of it because Timberland, um, being a producer of his caliber, um, I was just so uh, surprised that he was able to be there with me every single day in that studio. Like, a producer of that caliber does yeah. not do that when right. you're an artist. So... He was in it with me, and and when we finished the album, uh, we were like, okay, well, we're going to call this album, like, you know? But we were talking, and I said something like, you know, music is, is my boyfriend. Like, He was like, that's it. He was like, that's it. That, that's the name of the album. That's it. I was like, that is true, because yeah. music is my boyfriend. And the album is kind of like a um, symbolic... Uh, it, it, it symbolizes um, the relationship that I've had with music over the years. Mm. It's let me down. It's built me up. It's, it's, it's brought me to my to, to, to my knees. Um, it's hurt me. It's loved on me. It's, it's abandoned me. You know, music to me uh, now it's getting back better, but it it, it it left me for a minute. Are you writing a lot of your stuff? Yes, me and Beans uh, wrote Jim Beans. Actually, the guy that wrote all the songs on the Empire. Um, he wrote uh, with me on his album, and he's an exceptional, exceptional writer. Mm-hmm. And um, he's another musical soulmate, seriously. Um, so it's a really special album, y'all. Speaking of Timbaland, you said something about, uh, you quoted something, I read it a long time ago, you said something about um, you met Timbaland, and Timbaland said he's going to come back for you. Oh, yeah. We met during the time of uh, you know, till the end of time with Timothy Bloom because he was signed to Mosley. Mm-hmm. And um, I used to vocal produce artists around that time too, like Carrie and a lot of people. So Tim was like, uh, yo. He was like, 
you a star. He was like, I love you. And and he was like, I'm going to come back for you. I can't do it now because he was going through a little, some things, you know, uh, uh, politic-wise. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm going to come back for you when, when, when the time is right. And I was like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever marry to an idea. I say that a lot because mm-hmm. things change on a daily basis. You can't just, you know, put all your eggs in one basket all the time. So all I was right. like, okay. But he really did. Like, out of the blue, <laughs> he called me and was like, hey, <laughs> you ready? Because I'm ready. We're about to do this Opera Noir album. Like, da 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 da. You got his invitation down back. Do I? You know? Do me like, you be pointing forever. So then, of course, talking to, speaking of which, Tim Lynn is the musical director for Fox's show Empire. Yes. So is that how you got to be a part of Empire? It is. Okay. It is because when I came to do Opera Noir, the collaborative album that's coming out in March, he said, what you got going on, you know? And that's when I did this this piece called Race Jones. I was sitting mm-hmm. on it for about a year and a half. And I was like, I'm going to show him Race Jones. I hadn't, I hadn't shown anybody because I knew when, once I showed this, that something was going to happen, right. you know? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm going to show Timbo this. I showed him. He was all like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? What am I seeing? You know? He was like, I got to show Lee Daniels this. He was like, I got to show him because he's doing this series on Fox, and I think that you would be perfect for it. He was like, I'm going to show him. So he showed it to him, and immediately Lee Daniels called him. was like, where is this girl? Where's her manager? Da, da, da. And, and that's how all of that happened. It was really supposed to be a girl group in Empire. Uh, but he changed it and he consolidated it just to, you know, Veronica, the character. And um, that's how that happened. It was very, like, organic. Come like, on for getting writing it, wrote in. Yeah. <laughs> like, dang, <laughs> Right. Like, get, get go ahead, God. Right. Thank you for opening up the door. And being the first person to see on Empire. Right. The first like, come on. Whoever would have known. Because I heard talks of it, but I don't marry to an idea because especially a big Mm. production like that, you know, things change on a daily basis, you know. So I was like, okay. I said, but if I see, if if, if I go to this exclusive premiere and I see myself, then I don't know that it'll be, it'll air. So when I went to the premiere, I was like, they really did it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I was like, whoa, this is. This is big. But right. explain that feeling, though, because I know the day that I see myself on that big screen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not conceited like that. But anyways, well, how was that feeling, though? Because I know Megan is an, act- is an actress as well. Like, how how was that feeling described to when you saw yourself like, right? Ugh, I can't even, I don't even know how to answer that, ask wow. you that question. The feeling was, um, it was just, thank you, Lord. I was so um, thankful and grateful. Because I worked so hard to, you know, get to this place. And I was just filled with gratitude. I was overwhelmed with gratitude because I know God had uh, positioned me to be um, in that situation. So what about the people around you at that time? When you were at the premiere and you were watching it and you saw yourself, like, what were the people doing around you? Were they like, Mama, we made it. We made it, Mama. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? The people were um, very quiet, mm. you know, and um, after I did certain things, I would get reactions. And people were like, oh, you know, you heard little sounds and stuff, but they were quiet. You could hear a pin drop. I know if I was sitting beside you, I would have been like, 
No, you. I would. I would because I remember when I watched it, I was just like so enthralled and just like sta- like. I, what's gonna happen? Mm. Is, is Veronica gonna? She, is she gonna be able to sing this? Right. Is she gonna? Is Lucius gonna pull it out of you her? Know, like, it was intense. It was it wasn't intense. I felt like it was intense too, though. Even in that right. moment, you know, Terrence Howard is such a strong energy, yeah. and um, that scene was very real. Like <laughs> it was very real for me, mm-hmm. and so uh, he got it. He got it out. He got it out of me for sure. So we got introduced to the single What Is Love, which is a great single, but um, I hear there's a, a dope single coming out that's like you're going to be your first single, right? Oh, you heard album. that? Smile, right? <laughs> yes, Smile. Uh, well, did you do any like collaboration with Smile? Because CeeLo has a song named Smile. Um, actually, me and Timberland did Smile mm-hmm. together on Opera Noir. That's the album coming out in March. And the single... Uh, will be out in March too on the 23rd of March and it's gonna be like really big for music because I feel like you know the black Moses of music is is back <laughs> um but smile is you remember how happy was mm-hmm. right it's, it's, yeah okay. it's like gonna be the black anthem okay for come on for us promote your song girl it's gonna be really really big it mm-hmm. just makes you so like you know, in culture, we've been through so much these last yeah, 10, 10, 10 years, maybe ten, five to 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, socially and all of that stuff. And I think that it's time for a new energy to kind of surface and get people to um, get in a happier place. Right. And I think that this song is going to bring that. Okay. Nice. So we can get a little bit. Can we get the chorus? <laughs> Through the rain or shine, I'll be there when you call me. You're my favorite song that I sing in the morning. You're the cream to my coffee. You're the sound of my heartbeat. Baby, you're that winner. Can't lose cause I got that winner. Ah. Yes! <laughs> hey, yes Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. But you it's so fun. You hear the yeah. words, it's just it's like that, yo. So other than music, and, and now I, I can call you an actress as well. Absolutely. I mean, other, than, other than Empire, can we expect can we expect anything this year? Yeah, you can. I have uh, scripts coming in, some mm-hmm. scripts that I was like, what? You know? <laughs> but they're coming. I don't want to say anything too soon. But, you know, I've done a lot of acting, um, independent films, um, and, 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 and Pan-African Film Festival looks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm so happy to dive back into it because I've always wanted to act like you gotta be I'm trying to be a triple threat out here acting, modeling, singing you have to brand yourself in that way as an artist now you can't just be one dimensional anymore exactly so 2015 everybody talked about 2015 I don't know what it is about this year but everybody was like it's 2015 I gotta be on my it's 2015 (laughs) so in 2015 what do you see yourself what do you hope to gain in 2015 um I hope to uh I want to be the best new artist. Hmm. I want to be the best new artist on the scene. I want to. I want to really uh, just. I just want to kind of reach the people, I guess, through through, through song. And even with um, Empire and, and and doing that snippet, I got so much love and feedback from that, mm-hmm. and it was just a snippet. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to really just go there. In 2015, make a mark. Yeah, yeah, and and just kind of 
just bring back soul and the feeling into music. That's what me and Timberland have in common so much. You know, just bring back the soul and the feeling in music again. Because when I turn on the radio, I just, you know, I'm not going to say all artists because I love certain artists like Jesse J or mm-hmm. Janelle Monet or whatever. But um, it's time to uh, bring the feeling back again. And I, when I turn on the radio, I don't want to just hear computers and right. synthesizers. Mm-hmm. I need to feel people in their souls again, how it used to be. Right. right. So when, when, I, when I purchase your album in March and I press play, what do you want me to take away from that after I listen to your album? <laughs> You're going to be like, black music is back. Yes. Because it's our, it's, it's our music. And I feel like we've, we've lost it in, 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 in a certain sense. But in opera noir, um, we own it again. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to go back to the number one and play it all over again. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a book. I can read it from chapter one to chapter Absolutely. 10 and 12. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's dope. Yes. That's dope. <laughs> so, V, before we get out of here, what do you want your fans to know? What should they purchase? Where should they go to get it? I want my fans to know that Smile will be out March 23rd. It's from Opera Noir, um, and it's going to be the best album that, you know, I think of uh, of this time right now. It's going to be an iconic album. And I also want my fans to know to come chat with me on Twitter, that girl. She talks B. back. She talks back. Yes, I do. <laughs> and, um, What's your Twitter Instagram? handle? Uh, that girl underscore V. And then Instagram, of course, V Bozeman. So, nice. Yeah. What is the V for, by the way? V, oh my God. Veronica. It is for Veronica, but V really stands for visitor. I'm a visitor. Okay, I like that, girl. Yeah. She's so dope. Right. <laughs> Where can we find you guys? <laughs> I first off want to apologize because my stomach has been growling this It's your hand, girl. Uh, really? Uh, really? Uh, <laughs> I, don't know what I, was stomach. I didn't hear myself. anything. Oh my God. Me on Instagram Yo. and Twitter uh, at Kiki Airs, K-I-K-A-Y-E-R-S, buy me a burger. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was an earthquake, too. Oh, my God. Or either, That's I, an earthquake. Poor, poor baby. You guys are so funny. Poor baby. I don't know, but you guys can also support me and all um, social medias, uh, Cortez G. West, Facebook, Twitter, all of that um, as well. <laughs> I don't believe in followers. We believe in supporters, you guys. And yeah. so let's be, go out there and support her as well. You know, Echoing Group is their amazing. Yes. Hey, yes, big shout out to Echoing <laughs> Sound. Yes. 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 They're amazing people, man. You can also follow us. I'm sorry, support us um, at BHL Online. Um, that's on Twitter and also Instagram. Yes. Yes, and you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com for Slash Black Hollywood Live, I believe, right? BHL Online. Mm-hmm. Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I get that mixed up. Yeah, check us out. Make sure you subscribe. We've got a ton of amazing shows. Yes. This is just one of many. Don't forget to watch us next week on Black Hollywood Live next. See you later. You're so fun. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined.
The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.